0: Welcome to the Artist Academy Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Earhart, and I am so excited that you're here to catch the weekly replay of my laid-back yet very inspiring conversations with other full-time professional artists. The purpose of this series is to show aspiring artists that it is completely possible to have a great career in the arts and if you ever want to tune in and have your questions answered in real time by myself or featured guests then just check out the schedule over at facebook.com slash groups slash artist academy every tuesday to catch us on live i'll see you there Sponsored by the Artist Academy Advanced Membership, a program for artists who want to uplevel their art game by taking it from a hobby or a side hustle to a full-time six-figure art business. With weekly trainings that include step-by-step proven art business techniques, plus painting tutorials from yours truly, (laughs) and other guest artists who are masters in their field, you will be well-equipped to learn and grow into the highly skilled and highly profitable artist you know you're meant to be. I've figured out what it takes to build my own six-figure art business, and now my heart is set on teaching aspiring artists like you to do the same. It's not hard, but it does require your time and dedication. So if you're up for the challenge, go to AdvancedMember.com. That's AdvancedMember.com to
1: learn more. This episode features a watercolorist from Australia, Tony White. I think this interview is going to be very relatable to a lot of you parents out there because Tony is trying to make it work with a couple very young kids at home. He's trying to squeeze in painting time between being a full-time parent and doing all the things to run his art business. Tony does video, and you all know how interested I am in all things video, so we get into that and many of the other different aspects of his art business. So let me know what you think about this week's episode with Tony White. So if you want to just start with uh, describing who you are, how you became an artist, and just all the background stuff?
2: Cool, no worries. Um, well, yeah, my name's Tony White. I am a watercolorist from Australia, um, and I guess I've been painting and drawing most of my life I did um I did stop for a while there um in my teen years when I sort of played music and taught guitar and all that kind of stuff and um and I still sort of play music now a couple of times a month I still do gigs and just play and sing songs which was great the other day with my um with that throat um, but uh, I just I got right back into painting probably about ten years ago, and sort of never looked back. And that's pretty much it. There's not really much more to it. It's just uh, the background has always always done it. There was an old lady helped me when I was a teenager. She uh, she was from England and she had a lot of um, uh, a lot of background in the the pure watercolors side of things, and and she taught me a lot. And um, yeah, I've taken that into my career now i suppose yeah so yeah
1: so fun <laughs> uh, okay awesome. so what kind of art do you create
2: uh well, excuse me primarily landscape um impressionistic style uh landscape paintings um i'm not into hyper realism or anything like that i just you know my opinion on that and bear in mind it's just my opinion everybody <laughs> um but uh it's it, my opinion of that is it's just if take a photograph you know like it's it's something that it already exists you don't need to recreate it exactly how it looks i mean i admire the people who can do it i admire their patience and their skill but it doesn't scream art to me it's got to move you you know like it's got to have some kind of mood and atmosphere and um all that kind of stuff and so yeah i just try to create moody impressionistic sort of paintings
1: yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, and it, it's such a different kind of point of view. A lot of artists they either have your point of view or the one to where it has to look just like the reference photo or it has to look so real and then there are yeah. people like that and that's like person B and then person A is over here. Like yeah. like it's gotta be creative. It's gotta be something from your imagination. It's gotta be that's like that's right. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's right. Like I always say that ref references, whether whether you be painting on location or using a photo or anything like that. References are just that. They're references. So yeah. use them to put your main big shapes in and, and go for it. But if you if you feel like it needs you know, a red garbage bin somewhere, put a red garbage bin somewhere. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. So. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. So what was the tipping point that took you from hobby to professional
2: artist? Uh, well, I was working in a bank. I uh, worked in IT for a bank for 10 years and that's enough to pretty much sap the life out of you, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, I know people, old work friends that are still there and have been there for decades, and I, I, don't, I don't get it. But yeah. Um, but, yeah, I was working in a bank, and um, I actually started giving workshops just at my local arts society. Um, they asked me to do it once, and I, was, yeah, I I loved it. And I just kept developing those contacts and things for getting more and more workshops and that's kind of the impetus of um it'll be just saying that one day and I'm, I'm out and quitting and uh much to my wife's dismay at the time um she's like what are you doing what are you what, what what are you doing you're going to paint full time what mm-hmm. um and, and to which i said well yeah and uh, making it work and it's only about 18 months into it so far and it's uh, it's going from strength to strength. Still not where I want it to be, but um, but yeah, getting there.
1: Yeah, awesome. <laughs> so cool. So, what makes up your typical workday? How many hours do you spend painting?
2: Uh, painting not enough due to the little kids uh, being around. Um, but pro- i probably paint for about two hours a day. But I do a lot of prep in that time, as far as uh, you know, resources. I do a lot of e- a lot of emailing. I do a lot of uh, the admin side of things um you know your social media stuff which i'm not that great at yet i'm trying to get better um now all, all, all sort of preparations for painting doing little sketches and doing the drawings up ready to go paint and uh but yeah on average i would probably paint around two to three hours a day two
1: to three hours that's more. hardly at all yeah i
2: know i know i wish it was more um i what i have to do is start coming here at night in at night time when i'm tired and just paint when i'm tired (laughs) and uh but um but yeah at the moment it's all just during the day when i can get a free moment away from the kids
1: are you are they homeschooled
2: or no no um the my oldest actually just started kindy today so she's got her first day of school today but um they yeah the other one's only she's four and a half and the other one's only 18 months old so oh my gosh um, yes they're still little little kitties
1: yes they are so you do a lot of video because you you sent me a video to watch uh when you interested to be on here and so Mm. i was like okay i'm interested in that like tell me about your video background and and why you make so
2: yeah right so it's I, i just i like teaching my 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 sort of um my bread and butter, if you like, is, is teaching and um, and selling paintings, of course. But um, teaching is what I really love. And whether it be uh, workshops or via YouTube or anything like that, um, I, I just love doing it. I love the communication side of it. The instant feedback you get from things like YouTube um, mm-hmm. is, is great. That uh, video I sent you was an episode of the TV show Colouring Your Life that I uh, – I filmed up in Sydney uh, back in December um it's only been on air for a couple of weeks it's got lots of views it's uh yeah it's yeah. really good and you um, I, I just like that sort of immediate communication side of things I love it
1: yeah okay so you create these videos like to help promote your art brand or yeah. Just, yeah,
2: definitely yeah, yeah <laughs> it's all just promotion I mean everything's everything's promotion these little I do do some little snippets and things just to um yeah you know, as you know like little videos really help instagram following all that kind of stuff so there's a lot of a lot of little things i try and do to to build awareness up i suppose um and to build build a name but i'm um but yeah that uh there's a good thing about all the videos is it's it's online it's everywhere you can send it internationally you know i've got workshops coming up in uh, europe later on this year and, and a lot of those get booked out from just from those videos and things so it uh all really helps
1: yeah video is great yeah,
2: um, definitely. so
1: can you talk us to you, through your painting process are there any methods or techniques that you've used
2: um well the biggest thing I've, I've learned with watercolor watercolor in particular is that you've got to paint quickly you have to do it quickly you have to respond to your subject put it down and that's it yeah. so there's no real laboring over it uh, A lot of people think of watercolour as, you know, that traditional... It looks like it was on the, you know, like a a picture on the cover of a Hallmark card from 1960-something. It's just that weak, insipid little children's book illustrations, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. People think of watercolour as that, as a pretend medium, so to speak. Um, But it's not. It's actually very, very strong and... A lot of people think that it fades and all that kind of stuff, but it, it just doesn't anymore. You know, everything's on 100% cotton paper, uh, acid-free paper, um, perennial pigments. Everything's the same. It's 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 equal. But you've got to... So many people approach it because you can't fix mistakes, so to speak, you know, in general. You can do things, but... Um, but, yeah, you've got to just do it immediately. Just get stuck into it and don't worry about it. And that's, that's the biggest thing I try and sort of teach at my workshops is just, just have a go. Okay?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so you teach workshops. So what, what do you teach yeah. at your workshops?
2: Um, uh, basically how to approach a subject. So if, you, if you've got a scene, say in a landscape painting, street scenes are a particular thing that, um, that trip people up because you're dealing with man-made objects so they've got to look a certain way Mm -hmm. whereas if it's a landscape purely just you know trees and roads and water and things like that then you know it's you can kind of mess around with it a bit but with streetscapes in particular um you know figures cars buildings um i just try and teach a way of simplifying everything instead of seeing a whole bunch of buildings all you're doing is seeing a box you know Mm -hmm. like you're and figures, they're just a—they're just an upside, world, well, right way up, depending which way you look at it. It's a, it's a carrot, you know, like the, yeah. it's a long triangle. So it's, it's just that um, way of simplifying everything that I really try to push into workshops. And people get really good success out of them as well.
1: Yeah. Oh, cool. Really awesome. Hit. Yeah. What is one thing you don't like to paint without?
2: Uh, good quality paper.
1: Okay, yeah. What's your good what is, quality paper? What's your go-to
2: uh saunders waterford um rough paper 300 gram um or arches paper they're both equivalent in my view i'm used to saunders more so these days um but uh yeah you you just cannot get a result like paints and brushes you can kind of get away with but with uh especially brushes but with paper you just can't you can get the cheapest horrible paper or even stuff that's just not quite there it's halfway in the middle you just get no results it just doesn't behave like it should so paper absolutely
1: i agree yeah i just started getting into colored pencils and the the rough paper as opposed to the really smooth paper i'm like oh Mm -hmm. my gosh this is just night and day
2: yeah yeah (laughs) that's right i mean you can do more things with it you know that's just that versatility factor for sure
1: yeah for sure um are there any art lessons you've learned the hard way
2: Mm. yeah um don't get caught up in art prizes and competitions okay so the one thing that i would suggest is to keep art prizes as something that you do they're just a bit of fluff on the site. it's just nothing you know it's just something that you you enter if you want to but don't place so much stock in them don't place so much importance it doesn't matter, it's a title, but ultimately the result is based on somebody else's opinion of yeah. the work that's there. so it, I found it really disheartening the first time I entered a local art prize uh, a few years ago now, and I thought I'd done great work and even even going around um, around the exhibition at the time, like on the the judging night and things like that, um, we were looking around going, "Jesus there's some rubbish here, there's some rubbish. I, you know, I might be in with a shot. <laughs> and um, it's just not, it just doesn't matter. And the judge just came up and, you know, awarded it to someone else. I don't remember what it was, but, but just the, the lack of acknowledgement, acknowledgement doesn't actually mean anything. So don't get, don't get so focused on competitions. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's art. It's not a competition. You've got to do it for yourself and do your own thing. But a lot of, I see a lot of people getting caught up in it for sure.
1: For sure. Yeah. And a lot of times when I like the, the approach that I took mostly was Mm. to go where other artists are not. So I mean, there are the obvious things you can enter a show, you can enter this and do that, but like, oh, there's so many artists there. I'm like, and I don't know if if it's my just like not want for a competition, like, but it's also just like, I want to stand out in a room where there are no other artists. And so that's That's where I want to go.
2: Yeah, exactly. Right. And, and you've just got to, you just got to push yourself and, and, and paint, you know, if you're a painter, you've just got to paint and the rest of it will take care of itself and you, you know, enter those things for exposure, things like that, that's cool, but, you know, they're not the be-all and end-all, absolutely.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, do you have a favourite past project?
2: Um, yeah, probably. I, I've, I think the first time I started writing for Australian Artist Magazine, um, which was... Got approached about a year and a half ago now, and been writing for them pretty much non-stop since then. Um, had a painting featured on the cover back in I think it was November's issue last year, and writing for those guys is really really good because it's it gives you a bit of validation, you know, like it, it means you're on the right track, especially when you're you're going from um, an amateur artist into professional full time artist and you know earning money and making a career for yourself um, then you've got to you've got to just take all those little wins and those little wins like your your magazine articles you know you've got something published you, you've got to submit yourself to it and go for it and and getting published is an amazing feeling and going into a, a news agency and seeing your picture on the front of a magazine is, it's quite surreal um, and it okay, means that the hard work's paying off, and so I really like that. And the first time I ever uh, did a workshop alongside people who are my idols in painting—look, like the, they were fellow tutors in this, in these cases—that's really strange doing that. So, um, yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, those things are great. And um, but yeah, they're they're things that stand out to me for sure.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, what are your future
2: art plans and goals? What's, what's happening? Future stuff. I'm doing, I'm writing at the moment and filming an online course.
1: Oh, okay. Um,
2: watercolor fundamentals online course. Um, be fairly comprehensive. Um, so that's a big one coming up. So that's probably halfway done. So that should be published in the next couple of months. Um, that's a really big thing. Uh, it's a lot of work, as you know, filming things and yeah. doing things so they don't look ratty. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, I, I actually was just yeah. editing a mural video that I had filmed, yeah. and it was just like I took like an hour and a half worth, and I trimmed it down to about forty-five minutes just to yeah. just to get all the good stuff and to take out all yeah. the filler.
2: That's right, and it, it's hard. It, it takes a lot of time to do that. It does. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine these these people that sit in the edit phase and and edit feature films you know like what, yeah they, they their brains just must be mush i kind of <laughs> um, like it
1: though like the editing process i kind of like it <laughs>
2: oh it's good when you it's good when you nail it and you go yeah. "Oh, that looks really good and you you're just an idea comes to you and yeah you know, it's like the first time you use jump cuts and you go oh cool i don't <sighs> do that now it's great mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but um just that on and uh lots of workshops coming up and uh and Writing for not only Australian Artists Magazine, I'm doing some writing for British publications as well.
1: So you're a writer um, and an artist.
2: Yeah, just when, when we say writing, it's it's just all about art and articles and tutorials and things like that. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, um, you. but no, it's uh, yeah, just busy, busy, make you know, making phone calls and hustling, you know.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So is there any advice that you would give to artists who want to make art their full-time career but just don't know where to start?
2: Oh, yeah. Um, it's a hard one because you, you need to you need to pay the bills, you know. You can't make art if you've got no electricity for lights to see what you're doing. So yeah. um, you've got to pay the bills. However, life's short. You got to get stuck in and just bite the bullet and do it. Don't worry about what other people say. People will go all your all your, your friends who are non arty and don't understand will say, "What are you doing? That's crazy." What's what, you've you've got an, an income, and a mortgage, and all that sort of stuff. But, and that's cool. But life is short. We don't know what's around the corner. Um, I think it's a better message to send to your kids if you've got kids. Better better message to send to your kids to so don't be scared to do what you want to do in life. It's it's short, um, and, yeah, just get stuck in. Don't worry about anything. Just, just go for it, and uh, the only way you can start is to start. It's the only way it's ever going to happen. And you know what? Nothing's forever. It does, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, but you've got to try. You've got to give it a crack. Yeah.
1: I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Very yeah. inspirational.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm uh, Tony Robbins like that, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll exactly. i start
2: jumping into a cold pool and all that sort of stuff.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, he does that like every morning, right?
2: Uh, crazy person. I need crazy. some bigger teeth and all that.
1: Motivated, a bigger jawline. <laughs> Tony <laughs> That's Ross. That's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Well, thank you for coming on and chatting with us and answering all my questions. Uh, I no problem. That's that if- okay. It's a pleasure. Yeah, for sure. I know that several people on here I can see in the comments too. Like one person was like, "This is great," and it's just I cool. think it's just so nice just to hear from working artists because there are so many people, and I used to be one of them that just like yeah. didn't know that being a working artist was possible, and so that's, that's right. why I started yeah. this. And so chatting with yep. you all the way over in Australia, it's what, yeah. six p.m. Where you are? No,
2: that's oh, no, uh, no, you. It's oh, about okay. eleven. I'm coming up on eleven thirty tuesday morning so
1: yeah and it's, it's monday happening. night here for me
2: <laughs> yeah that's Crazy. right but yeah. um yeah you've just just got to get stuck in and do it and you've got to do the work as well you've got to yeah. you can't just sort of quit your job and paint and expect it all to happen you've yeah. got to you know you've got to use this thing called social media and the internet you know we've we've got it so much better in ways than than artists have ever had it as far as getting yourself out there um, so you've got to use it. And if you don't use social media and the internet to your advantage, then you're just going to be left behind.
1: Yeah, true. So true. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, thank you for, again for coming on and talking to me. And I hope you have a Pleasure. great night. We'll keep in touch here on Instagram.
2: Yeah, definitely. Andrew. thank you very much. And thanks to the listeners and subscribers as well. Thank you.
1: No problem. See ya.
2: Cheers.
0: This episode is sponsored by the Artist Academy Advanced Membership, a program for artists who want to uplevel their art game by taking it from a hobby or a side hustle to a full-time six-figure art business. With weekly trainings that include step-by-step proven art business techniques, plus painting tutorials from yours truly, (laughs) and other guest artists who are masters in their field, you will be well-equipped to learn and grow into the highly skilled and highly profitable artist you know you're meant to be. I've figured out what it takes to build my own six-figure art business, and now my heart is set on teaching aspiring artists like you to do the same. It's not hard, but it does require your time and dedication. So if you're up for the challenge, go to advancedmember.com. That's advancedmember.com to learn more. If you've enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. If you review our podcast and send a screenshot of that review to me on Instagram, I am at artbyandreaerhart. I will then promote your art on my story and tag you as a little thank you for helping me grow this podcast and our Artist Academy community. I have a reach of over 50,000 on Instagram. So this is a little help me to help you incentive. Also, if you ever want your questions answered in real time by myself or featured guests, then just hop on over to facebook.com groups slash artist academy to check out the schedule every Tuesday to catch us on live. I'll see you next week.